You're listening to Watching Friends on the HyperX Podcast Network. Welcome back to Watching Friends. We're here with Season 4, Episode 4, the one with the ballroom dancing. I'm Ryan, and my mum was right, I'm a potato. Hi, I'm Mark. Ah, hello, Ryan. I'll get the plunger. You changed that line. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, it is still fairly accurate, according to uh, some of our friends. I mean, sometimes you need a plunger? <laughs> <laughs> I've never needed a plunger. Uh, what's wrong with your diet? <laughs> 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 well, let's let's get away from the bathroom and into the episode. Uh, we join most of the gang at Monica's for breakfast. And uh, Chandler has a new wallet. Apparently the condom ring in the old one just wasn't cool anymore. Kind of think that's quite funny. I'll be honest with you. It's going to make me sound like a weird snub. But my f- genuine first thought was, how cheap was your wallet? why does he have an original wallet <laughs> so he can, can just have the cards in there well, I, I, I paused the episode to turn around to find my wallet and I was like has my wallet got like indents and is it obvious what's in it from the outside um, yeah I had a look for, for my wallet and no my wallet looks but I've got quite a fancy wallet to be fair it was a gift uh, I've got a Vivian Westwood wallet that I very much like um, fancy. but then I was like even in terms of fancy wallets, that's not a fancy wallet, if you know what I mean. Like, like I, I want to have a fancy wallet. The problem is they don't suit my needs. So at the moment, I have to have one that has like Velcro on it, which is like annoying. But it's it's because the 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 wallet itself has functions on it. So like, I attach my keys to my wallet, which I know most people are going to go, "Well, if you lose your wallet, you lose your keys, right?" The thing is, because my keys are attached to my wallet, it's quite a bulky object. It's right. very difficult for me to lose it. Whereas keys can be quite slender at times and when you pull your wallet out the keys can slip out easily and i've never been able to find a nice wallet that will have like a a keychain area on it because the nicer the wallet you get the the less usable they seem to become and it'd be like oh you can't put your coins in anymore like like you know ridge wallets look really cool and then like oh there's a little elastic band on the back if you've got notes and it's like cool just what i want to store my notes and a little elastic band no. Or, you know, like, let's have a look at your wallet right now. The coin coin area, yeah, it's just a little button where the coins can fall out quite easily rather than something that's, like, a bit more secure. No, no, we can jangle, jangle test. Yeah, no, I'd, the, yeah. it's fine. But, but the, the fancy the wallet gets, the the less usable I find they become, especially with, like, the, the amount of cards you can store and stuff like that. So so my, my wallet, like a lot of stuff in my life, is based on the functionality rather than its looks. Fair. Um. I mean, I also see those adverts at the time on YouTube for these like weird, fancy, cool wallets that are like, oh, you know, it's got like, it stops like contactless scanning and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, who needs to carry 17 cards? Like, I, I do. I carry my wallet because A, it was a gift, so I should use it. B, because I spend so much time going between England and Amsterdam. I can't be bothered to take euros in and out of my wallet and pounds in and out of my yeah. wallet. So I just have both. I've got two billfolds and I've got my English money, um, my Amsterdam money, and it just makes life easier for me. So that I like. Oh, does, then... it doesn't, doesn't Ryan sound rich right now? There's <laughs> <laughs> not a lot in there. I've, I've, I've got my, my British money and my foreign money. Always <laughs> on the same Vivian. There's a tenner in like 20 euros. <laughs> yeah. like. Um, and there's almost never... The only, time, the only time there's ever any coins in my wallet is when my nan needs something from online 
and rather than face the internet herself because she's an 83 year old person and is terrified of the world wide web she gets me to order it and then I tell her that I don't want the money because it's it's nothing it's like six quid I'm like no nan you're my nan I'm not making you give me six pound for whatever it is you I've just ordered and then I'll go visit and I'll, you know, I'll be over at the house and then I'll go put the kettle on and then I'll look and she's putting coin like if you know what nans are like it's like oh I need a pound give, coin for your birthday I need to give you two pound so here's <laughs> 20 10 peas <laughs> just like loading them in the wallet it's the only time there's any cash in there and there's ID and that kind of stuff in my wallet but yeah I, I guess I use it because I can but you don't those little card ones that have no space for actual cash I'm yeah. like well I waste the time my phone has all my cards on it well, well yeah the, the, the problem is so you can't just have cards anymore you always need emergency cash for something yeah well there's been loads of places been to but like use my card and they're like uh, no it's cash please for whatever reason like, oh Great, I've got to go and find some cash now. I mean, because different countries dealt with the lockdown at different rates, I had lots of cash on one of my trips to Amsterdam. I'd go, oh, I take cash because, you know, cash is king mm. and old man logic that we have. And when I got there, no one took cash at all. So nearly every euro I took with me, I brought back because they were like, card please, card yeah. please, card please. I'm like, I'm like uh, just just take the note and then use some hand job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to get rid of it. Um, but enough of... Fancy wallets and Chandler's cheap condom wallet. Um, Rachel puts an empty carton back in the fridge. And of course, Monica catches her. Uh, it turns out that Rachel only did so because the trash was full. I mean, we've, we've all we've all played uh, Trash Jenga, right? Where you don't want to empty the bin, so you just, you know, pile it up and hope it doesn't all fall. Because if it falls, that means you have to take it out. Yeah. I used to live in an apartment building and I hoped it had a garbage chute. But it did not. It had giant, giant bins in the car park like a wooden gated area yeah. where the bins lived so you would have to get your bin bag take it out of the bin put whatever because i don't know if it's anyone else's life or just mine but my bin would be x volume and the bin bag was always bigger than the bin so when i took a bin bag out it was only ever like two-thirds full yep. so then i'll just walk around the house and look for things that are probably like that wagon mill wrapper that's not on the bedside <laughs> table that can go in so i do like a lap of the house filling the bin bag some more then i have to go outside get in the lift go down leave the building walk through the car park then hurl that thing into a giant bin so i hated taking well the and out. there'll be other people who've done the same thing but all their baggers leaked all over the lift and everything yep it's always lovely one time i was clearing out the rat's cage and flat out refused to take it down because it was raining so i left it outside my apartment and my neighbor took my bin bag downstairs and it was, I was really grateful, but it was super awkward because I was like, did they think I did that on purpose? Or are they just being <laughs> you nice? Should just, you should just do it all the time. Like, oh, there's a person who takes it down for me in my fancy apartment but, with uh, my Vivian Westwood wallet. Because I didn't know how they felt about it. It was really awkward. Like, did they just get it mixed up with their beanbags? Did they do it on purpose? Did they think I'm rude? And they just were probably walk? a good neighbor. Probably just being nice, yeah, I guess. But I was still really awkward about it. Um, but Monica tells Rachel to go and empty the trash. Uh, and a confused Rachel bumps into Mr. Trigger unclogging the garbage chute. Rachel then tries to force a pizza bike into the chute and Traeger is not happy. You're clogging up the chute. I just spent a half hour unclogging. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't... I don't come in here a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course you don't. Because you're a little princess. <laughs> Daddy, buy me a pizza. Daddy, buy me a candy factory. Daddy, make the cast of cats sing happy birthday to me. <laughs> What, you think you can just come in here, make a mess, a big man in the coveralls will come and clean it up, huh? Well, why don't you think of someone else for a change? Okay, I'm sorry. 
God, you're gonna cry about it. I mean, Traeger is massively overreacted, but at the same time, it is annoying having to repeat the same thing over and over again because people are lazy or stupid. Like, you know, he might have been having a bad day, and clearly he picks on her a little bit because, you know, she's a very attractive, beautiful woman who clearly has everything done for her, and he's the guy who's probably had to, like, struggle through life a little bit because of who he is and stuff, and he's projecting a little bit on her. Yeah. Like some of this stuff. If it was, you know, Chandler doing it, he wouldn't have said the same sort of things. He clearly, he clearly looks down on Rachel a little bit. Yeah, I think he'd have gone down the "you're an idiot" route, not a spoiled princess route. Yes. I think he would have found a way to hurt whoever was like. If it had been Joey, he'd have called him a idiot, and no wonder he can't find any work because yeah. he can't even put the bins out properly. And yeah, so I think he would have gone off on whoever, but he definitely hit Rachel where it hurt. Yeah, you have to wonder, especially with how the episode goes about him talking to women, like he has difficulties doing that. Mm-hmm. You have to wonder if like he's like he looks down on Rachel, like, oh, you're one of those pretty girls who would never ever speak to me sort of thing. Yep. Um, but yeah, who knows? He's, he's might have been having a bad day. And certainly, yeah, doing his job is probably really underappreciated. We've got to be deep there, Mark, like examining like yeah. male's <laughs> role in society nowadays and incel culture. Not that Mr. Tree gets an insult. He's generally quite a nice man, to be fair. Yes. Um, let me get the titles. Um, after which, uh, Rachel tells the gang what happened, and Joey is outraged. Um, he's off to give Mr. Tree a piece of his mind. Um, Chandler's still going through his wallet, and Monica finds a gym membership. Um, he tells the gang he tries to go four times a week, but he's missed the last 1,200 times, which, which we very much I can relate. <laughs> Uh, I was about to ask you, uh, how many times have you been to the gym since you uh, signed up for the gym? Uh, I've had the membership around a year. and I. Uh, You've had it more than a year. You had it during lockdown. That was a different gym, I think, wasn't it? It's, it's the gym. It's the same thing. <laughs> well, the gym that I'm currently <laughs> subscribed to, I've been to three times and injured myself twice. <laughs> um, but weirdly, I, I might go tomorrow or Thursday. I need to get into better shape. See if it has a positive impact on my mental brain. I, like I, I know you get a, a slight discount. You get a work perk going I to do. the gym. Yeah, work pay for it. Uh, but, you know, did, did Michelle come out and stop you from cancelling your gym membership? <laughs> she, she did not. I haven't tried, to be fair. Um, but, yeah, he's, I mean, Ross asks why he doesn't just quit the gym. Um, and we now found out about Maria, who you've mentioned. Uh, apparently... I said Michelle. Michelle. But you, you know, yeah, Maria. I said, yeah, Maria is the right, the correct name for the episode, but I just said Michelle. Michelle. Fair. I mean, you know, Did you, just in case we get any complaints. Yeah, we know who we're talking about. It's <laughs> yeah. in the notes. <laughs> um, who is Maria? Well, apparently, Mark, she's a spandex-covered gym treat. <laughs> yes, um, I love that explanation for it. <laughs> I mean, it just it, apparently you can't say no to her. Um, but I think the whole description of her is just gross. I, I love it. it. It's just the the gym treat. It's just that word treat. That's why it's icky. It's, it's, it's just like, I uh, just, I love it. Like, no, she's not there for you to gawp at Chandler. <laughs> uh, but still, uh, Ross mockingly offers to hold Chandler's hand. Um, Chandler says no. But then when Ross asks Chandler if he'll be okay going on alone, Chandler tells him, no, Ross, you've got to come. Yeah. Which I very much feel like, no, I need your help. I mean, loads of people have issues quitting the gym, normally because they tie you into like 12 month contracts and direct debits and whatnot. Yeah. Like, like to, to quit is, it's why I've never joined a gym. Cause I'll be like, well, I oh, yeah, to, that's why. No, 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 no. The reason I've never joined is because I know like I, if I'm paying for it, I've got to use it. And I'll be like, well, maybe this month I can't because I'm busy with work or whatever. And I wouldn't want to pay for it. But when you're like locked in, you, you know, have to, have to go. I think the gym I guess it's different for each person, but for me, when I have some kind of sport or activity that necessitates going to the gym to be better at, I don't mind going to the gym. Mm. Um, when I don't, 
I what's the point? I'm not that vain. I yeah, I I do not enjoy the gym. I tend to work out at home, um, using like things like uh, Beat Saber and stuff like that. Like I, I I find it more entertaining ways going to the gym. Like I'm on a treadmill. Like I could be outside running, actually seeing things rather than Fair. running on the spot. Well, the worst is when you go to the gym and see people just walking on the treadmills. And you're like, you're not even doing anything. You could be walking outside. Maybe they're warming down or warming up. No, they they're there for half an hour just walking. I remember when uh, when Jess and I used to go to the same gym. Um, I was on the shoulder press, which was the only machine gym I liked. I liked leg, actually leg press too. If it was my legs and my shoulders, I enjoyed it. I like I like those machines. Yeah, arms I hate. I absolutely hate. You know when you see like men that have got like flabby bodies that are really big eye biceps. Yeah. I'd be the exact opposite. I would have like broader <laughs> shoulders and noodle arms. I hate <laughs> arm workouts. I just hate them. But I once saw uh, a woman sit down on the leg extension um, with her iPad. And she just sat on it watching TV on her iPad and didn't do a single bit of exercise. And I was just like, well, you're working hard on her, Ryan. So well done. Well, 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 you know, certainly we've got a friend who enjoys the gym. He does. And uh, he'll be like, oh, I've been at the gym for a whole hour working out. And when you actually figure out how much time he spent working out, it probably is, is about 10 minutes. Because, you know, you have to wait for the machines. You have to set up the machines. You have to do this, do that. And, you know, you can be at the gym for a long time and not actually really get a lot done. So, so, so in, in your story, she's like, yep, I've been at the gym for half an hour. I've done a lot today, even though she did nothing. Did nothing. I mean, my current gym, when I have been, I've been there for hours and hours and hours. And it's like, feel the burn. It's like, no, feel the bubbles. I'm in the jacuzzi. Yeah, like, so I was going to say, <laughs> you, you don't do workout. You use the jacuzzi in the sauna. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, oh, do I run for 20 minutes? And it's like, oh, better go, better go steam. Um, so yeah. I, I once went to a gym, which was in a, um, it's like a council run gym. And it was, it had a, a swimming pool and stuff like that there as well. So go to the gym for, you know, 45 minutes an hour. And then afterwards, I would use the swimming pool. They had slides nice. and a jacuzzi. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go on. This is my treat for going to the gym. I'm going to enjoy a couple of slides. And then I'm going to do the wave, the little wave machine, the little rapidy area. And then I'm going to enjoy the jacuzzi and sauna afterwards. I mean, if it gets you clanging and banging, I suppose it's all counts. <laughs> yeah. uh, but while we don't make it to the gym that often, Joey has made it to Mr. Trigger's door uh, to give him a piece of his mind. Tribiati, hmm. hold on. I'll get the plunger. <laughs> hey, you hold on, pal. Now, you made my friend Rachel cry, so now you're gonna go up there and you're gonna apologize to her unless you want me to call the landlord. And tell him what? Maybe you haven't heard of a little something called not making girls cry. Yeah, or maybe you haven't heard a little something called the Rent Stabilization Act of 1968. I have actually not heard of that. <laughs> yeah, well, your friends are in violation of it. I've been a nice guy up until now, but uh, I don't need this grief. I'm going to call the landlord and tell him that Monica is illegally subletting her grandmother's apartment. Your friends are out of here, pal. Don't you tell me something I don't know. Wow. Jerry totally should have left that alone. Yeah, it seems like Mr. Trigger is in a very bad mood, doesn't it? Yeah, he's not having a good day at all. Um, plus, who kind of cares about that kind of stuff? Like, you'd have to be a bit petty to actually care. Well, no, I, I get it from his point of view. He's like, you know, I've been nice to these people so far, but now they're going to cause me grief, like clogging up my chute and sending Joey down to, like, you know, try and batter me or whatever. I don't need this. They can just go. I've, I, I, I can understand where Mr. Trigger's coming from. 
what I like about this is how, while it's kind of aggressive from Joey, there's never a threat of violence. No. Mostly because Mr. Trego kick his ass. Yeah. Like, Joey's not a small guy, but Mr. Trego's massive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, go apologize. It's, it's Joey being sweet and I guess a little bit naive. Um, we mentioned Joey's naivety in our Patreon exclusive content when we go through Joey. Um, the, the the TV show. The show, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you can check that out. But <laughs> shameless plug aside. Um, yeah, it's, 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 oops, subletting's illegal, can't do it, you're in trouble. Yeah. Like, it, it's a weird thing that it's illegal because it's, who cares? As long as the person who owns the apartment's getting the money they're meant to be getting, what do they care about you're getting it's your money? It's because of, like, the rent control stuff. So, obviously, when uh, Monica's grandmother owned it, rent control limits how much they can charge for it and how much it can go up and stuff like that when a new person comes in that's a brand new contract and you can charge a lot more money that's how the friends are able to live in central new york or manhattan um in that spacious apartment and not have jobs most of the time you think they'd notice that you know my next grandma ain't around anymore well it's only mr trigger isn't it so yeah i suppose yeah um but still joey has definitely put his foot in it and made the situation much much worse do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Phoebe's got her own problems too, Mark. And she doesn't want to go to work today because one of her clients is hot and she wants to do things for to him that she's not allowed to charge for. I think I think you should have changed that word out. Because you're, you're, you're saying, you know, one of her clients is hot and I'm like, oh, is he, uh, he needs to cool down. <laughs> no. Attractive. <laughs> yes. Sexy. Good looking. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. She has amorous intent. Yeah, which is... Uh, you know, I'm sure that your jobs, you've you've met attractive people that you're like, wow, they're attractive. I'd love to go out with them. Uh, it's probably a lot weirder when you have to touch them when they're naked. Yeah, I can't imagine how you'd broach the... So, fancy grabbing a drink <laughs> after yeah, yeah, I do, do you have any special person in your life at the moment? How's the massage? You could have this every day. I feel free. like I'd only have to do it in a really cheesy way. They'd probably come across as a joke. Like, want to grow a drink? You know I'm good with my hands. And then it's just, just creepy. And yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It'd be like, nope, I couldn't do it. Um, annoyingly, I couldn't find space to clip it. But that's actually my joke of the episode when Phoebe says that she uh, does things that she can't charge for. My joke. My joke. <laughs> there we go. We got there in the we end. There. Um, but yeah, I, I desperately wanted to put it in, but there was just it, I just couldn't fit that clip in. That is probably one of the, the kind of, I guess, unspoken of challenges of doing this podcast is when you're making your notes and you realise that the episode's been on for eight minutes and you've got four clips. Yes. And you're like, one of these has to go. And it just had to. But I really like the way Phoebe says it. Um, but the gang suggests that she does the things she wants to do for free, but Phoebe can't. Number one, People get fired for messing around with clients. And it's against the oath that Phoebe made herself take as a monsieur. Well, we've, we've discussed this in the past, where having a massage in the Western world is sometimes seen as a bit seedy. So I'm, I'm getting a massage. It's like, oh, what type of massage? Even though there is only one type that's legal here. Yeah. Whereas you go to like Southeast Asia and there's massage everywhere. And it's like, that's a thing you do all day. And, you know, if you're a, 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 um, a job, you know, someone might come around at lunchtimes and give massages. Like, it's just perfectly natural for you to do that. And I think, especially in the UK, it's not considered a, a normal thing. It's seen as like, ah, oh, this is a one-off yearly treat for you, not a weekly, yeah, this will probably actually make you feel better. Yeah, the, in the UK, the guy that walks around the office giving you massages at lunch is also the guy who's in HR a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know I mean? it's, it's always seedy and creepy. Well, like... you're always in HR then, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Phoebe's feet are all dressed up, Mark. 
Um, and Chandler realizes it's because that's the only part of her body that her client can see when his face is in the hole. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Monica screams that she's going to do some feet flirting. And it's quite possibly the most hideous phrase ever uttered in all of Friends. Um, I'm not trying to kink shame here, Mark. But nope. Nothing about feet is attractive or flirty. No. Just, I've, I've, I've never understood it. Just, just no. Feet are just... They're the things you walk on and that's their use. Like, if I was getting a massage from Phoebe... I would just close my eyes because I don't want to see her feet. The rest of Phoebe is very attractive. Her uh, feet would put me off. I'd be like, I've got to stare at these for an hour now. Like, yeah, stop touching me. Yeah, because, you know, even even if you do your nails and stuff like that, your hand nails can look pretty nice normally. But feet nails, I, I don't think I've ever seen anyone's. Especially, you know, I used to, to live and work in London. So you'd get on the tube a lot and be on escalators and trains and stuff. And definitely if you're on the, the underground, you're looking at your feet a lot because you don't want to look anywhere else because you're in a small enclosed tube with lots of other people. So you just stay at the floor. So you see a lot of feet. And generally feet are not great. No. Just, just no, no, thank you. Just no. Um, but Joey arrives and gives the girls the news of their impending eviction. Uh, they demand he does whatever it takes to fix it, and Monica tells him to go suck up to Traeger and suck like he's never <laughs> sucked before, <laughs> which which can't have meant have been intended to sound how it sounds, but it sounds how it sounds. I I like the way Joey is like you know yeah I did solve it you're moving out yeah <laughs> that's not a problem because <laughs> yeah. you won't live here no more. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's not just a challenge for the girls and Joey. Chandler and Ross are about to face a challenge all of their own. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, now remember what we talked about. You got to be strong. Yes. Yes. Now one more time. Hey, don't you want a washboard stomach and rock hard pecs? No, I want a flabby gut and saggy man breasts. <laughs> good, that's good. Okay. I want to quit the gym. You want to quit? I want to quit the gym. You do realize you won't have access to our new full service Swedish spa. I want to quit the gym. Okay. Dave in the membership office handles quitters. I really like this scene. Uh, especially, you know, the, the bit where he's like, oh, I want to have a flabby belly and a saggy man breasts. Yeah. But, but also when he's like, oh, I want to quit the gym. And the guy's like, oh, you do realize you're going to lose out on this access to this thing. Yes, I do. That's why I want to quit the gym. I do not care. If I cared, I wouldn't want to quit the gym. I don't like that's not going to. No. This is where you, really you'd be like, what if we give you a 50% discount for the next six months? And then you go, oh, the thing I'm paying for that I don't use, I can now pay less for <laughs> yeah. and not use. But. Well, in a good well, work on me, to be but fair. It's, it's a, you see this a lot in corporate life, especially like with Amazon and stuff like that, where they're like, hey, you've got Amazon Prime, but you've also got access to the, all this other stuff you do not want. And you're like, cool, I'm paying for that thing that I don't need. Can I just have the thing I want cheaper? No, you need the corporate stuff that sounds great, but is useless. Yeah, so when Amazon tell you that you can have access to Amazon Prime Video and you're like, I don't care. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no. like, I don't want... The only things I want to watch on there, I click on and it tells me I've got to pay extra to watch anyway. Because like fa Facebook and Twitter are doing it now with the whole verification thing where you can pay for like Twitter Blue and Facebook Blue and whatever. And one of Facebook's ones was um, if you sub subscribe to your verification, you get access to customer service and, and gold. And you're like, right, so I've got to pay for customer service now, the thing that should be free. And this thing called gold that I don't know what it does. 
great dip. And it's, it's not 10 years ago. I don't use Facebook the same way no. I did for 10 years. Like, it's cringy when I go from my memories. And you'll, you'll, you can see how, you know, like when there's like a, a landslide and you can see like the different layers of earth and rock. Yeah. And like, that's what my Facebook like memories are like. It'll be me now. Anything from the past, maybe three years, it's just meme, meme, meme. <laughs> maybe holiday photos from when I went to like New Jersey to watch the devils or whatever. And then you'll go back like 10, 12 years and it'll be like, Ryan feels excited. I'm going to the park or whatever. It's just like, oh, it's so cringy. I'm like, nope, I don't care. I don't tell the world what I'm doing anymore. No one needs to know. If I wanted you to know what I was doing, you'd be you'd invited. You'd be listening to this podcast. <laughs> Ryan tells you everything he's doing. <laughs> That's fair. I, I did also like the way the guy says, ah, oh, you need to speak to someone else about quitters. You quitters. Um, but yeah, so Chandler has to go talk to the guy about quitting, but that's out back. And Ross can't join him out back because Ross is not a member. Are you a member? No. Yeah. <laughs> and members only. <laughs> Ross waits at reception um, while the chap at the desk attempts to sign him up to the gym. But Ross isn't going to fall for this. But then Maria is caught over and Ross's determination evaporates with a whimper kind of high noise. You're like, huh? <laughs> You know, you know, there's something about like the the leotards that uh, you know people wore like in the 80s and 90s, which you couldn't wear now. I don't think uh, they're, they're they're very long, chafing as well. Yeah, <laughs> Just, oh, you want to move in that? Like, yeah. no thanks. My little Borat's mankini comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's what. That's exactly the picture I'm thinking of. Yes, <laughs> but we leave the gym tree, which sounds so wrong to my 2023 ears. Uh, to join Phoebe's and her fancy feet at work. Her client comments on her pretty feet before asking her to work on the sciatic area. You mean the... Okay, by sciatic, you mean the towel-covered portion. Yeah. Sure, yeah. No, I can do that, yeah, because, um, you know, usually the muscles in the sciatic area can get, you know, real nice and tight. <laughs> yeah. So, um, tell me, Rick, how, um, how'd you injure the area? A 16-hour sit-in for Greenpeace. Oh. <laughs> Ow! Did you just bite me? No. She bit the towel-covered area, Mark. It's weird. I mean, this is one of those... Gendered double standard things. Morally, this is dreadful. Uh, you know, would totally be classed as sexual assault. But it's Phoebe's biting a dude's butt. So my brain tells me it's funny. <laughs> Just like it's it's weirdly less threatening because it's a woman doing it to a dude, or it's Phoebe doing it to a, a man. Whereas if this was, you know, like Ross doing it to Phoebe's, it'd feel wrong. Or well, it's it's like when people are like, oh, you're so cute. Just want to bite those cheeks. It's like a weird thing to want to do. I mean... And I'm thinking cheeks is in your face, you know. Like, people go, oh, look at the child. Their cheeks are so chubby. I want to bite them. Like, I hope no one's just riding me coming through the street saying, I want to bite your butt. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just like, damn, you're forward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, Phoebe's, Phoebe's got the lust going on, I guess. Um, and apparently he's got a, a, a tight bottom. Um, she likes what she sees. Well, I think also the 16 hours sitting for Greenpeace uh, helps sway things for her a little it's bit as well. well. I mean... I sit down a lot, and my butt never hurts from sitting down. <laughs> what, what, I don't know where you're going. With what it. was he sitting on for sixteen hours? Grass. I don't. I don't understand. Pro- pro- probably not a comfy chair like you do. Yeah, I mean, he should have. He should have. He should have been more prepared. <laughs> um, now, Mark, is this better or worse 
than driving Tonka trucks, trunk, Tonka trucks can say up and down someone's back. I mean, that's not sexual assault. So I, mean, I, think, uh, I think that that instantly wins. I was going to say, would you rather me bite your butt or truck trucks up and down you? And then you would just like, so that's, okay, you answered the question in a way I didn't expect. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would prefer you to drive Tonka trucks up and down my back than try and bite my ass. I didn't have any Tonka trucks as kids. I had matchbox cars. Well, they do. Uh, yeah, as long as they're not micro machines, because that would be very <laughs> difficult. They're like one per fingertip, then <laughs> yeah. like a little race. Like, mm, yeah. What are you doing, Ryan? We're just, we're just racing every show, Blaze Market's fine. Yeah. Relax, try and relax. Um, and on that disturbing note, it's time for an advert break. Mark and I create this podcast in our own time, and we'd love to bring you more content. To do that, we need your support. Join the Watching Friends community at patreon.com forward slash watching friends. Our £5 tier, also available in dollars, will get you the ad-free version of the show, access to the exclusive content such as our episode all about James Michael Tyler, our top 10 rankings of everything from the best episodes to our favourite guest stars, and our exploration of all the weird and wonderful Friends merch, Friends Fest and much more. And beginning at the end of January, Mark and I will delve into the fantastic spin-off series, Joey, only available to patrons, help shape the future of our content with access to our Patreon polls. We're there for you. Be there for us and the rest of the Watching Friends community at patreon.com forward slash watching friends. We are back. Welcome back to you as well. Uh, Joey's back and he's trying to fix things with Mr. Trigger and accidentally confessed to having the chick and the duck. Uh, luckily, he manages to recover uh, by telling Mr. Trigger the, their nicknames and that he's the chick and Chandler's the duck. Uh, Mr. Trigger comments, huh, funny. I thought it'd be the way around. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> which, which, yeah, you really would. Like, if you were going to call one of them the chick, it would definitely be Chandler. Um, but he tells Mr. Trigger he'll do anything to stop the girls getting evicted. Um, what Mr. Trigger wants is for Joey to be his dance partner. I like the way he's like, is this like prison lingo? <laughs> it's like, no, actual dancing. Actual dancing. Um, yeah, I mean, that's not where I thought it would. It could have gone to a much darker place. It's actually gone somewhere quite sweet. Yeah. Um, but Joey briefs the girls at Central Park about the Super Bowl, um, which essentially is a giant ball for people who work as superintendents in buildings, which is adorable. And I said that in a really patronising way, but it's it's weird. Like you see this on like American sitcoms a lot, where you know the the schools do something or spelling bees or you know the little kid pageants. And you're like, some of this stuff is weird. Like a ball for just uh, people that you know work in buildings. I assume that it's some kind of like super union, and they have an event every year to be like, yeah, g- keep giving us union fees. Yeah, some of it's a bit a bit weird. Um, but Mr. Drieger doesn't feel good enough to practice with women yet, which is adorable. I think that, that could be fair. I mean, you know, yeah. Um, but Ross and Chandler get back from the gym. Turns out, not only did Chandler not cancel his membership, Ross also signed up for the gym, and the pair are doomed to spend $50 a month on a gym they won't use. Uh, Ross suggests that they cut the gym off at the source by closing their bank accounts. But Joey doesn't like this idea as then him and Chandler won't be bank buddies. Oh. Well, they're already bracelet buddies. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of straight away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. But you, you know, Maria definitely should be earning quite a bit of money because, you know, she managed to keep Chandler there and also get Ross. Yeah, I hope she's on commission. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, 
yeah, it's just odd. We'll get it's, more into this later, but it really makes me think of like films like RoboCop and like Arnold Schwarzenegger action '80s films, where like a Maria would would pop out and be like this beautiful, attractive woman who like like persuade you. Certainly in um, what is the Arnold Schwarzenegger film where he loses his memory? No, uh, Total Recall. So yeah. like in Total Recall, like you know, he his wife there is meant to be like the most beautiful, perfect woman who exercises and stuff, like, because he's undercover sort of thing. Um, Maria reminds me of, like, that kind of 80s kind of look. 80s temptress. Yes. It's fair. Um, but Chandler now has two reasons to close this account. Um, and while he's telling Ross this, Phoebe arrives at the coffee shop. Hey. 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 Oh, you guys. Remember that cute client I told you about? I bit him. <laughs> on the tushy. And that's not against your oath? No, I know. I, I'm sorry, but the moment I touch him, I just want to throw out my old oath and take a new dirty one. Well, next time you're massaging him, you should try to distract yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like when I'm doing something exciting and I don't, I don't want to get too excited, I just, uh, you know, I try and think of other things like uh, sandwiches and uh, baseball. And, uh, Chandler. <laughs> thank you, Joey. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> this is gross. <laughs> I love the way Joey is very uh, political with his description of, you know, I, when I get excited and need to not be so excited. excited the thing about sandwiches, okay, fine. And then uh, Chandler. It's like, surely at some point you're going to look at Chandler and those feelings are going to cross over. Oh, God, I'd, I'd hope not. I hope, I hope you never use thoughts of me to no. stop getting excited. No. <laughs> just, uh, you know, n- next time you get a bit excited, Ryan, just uh, don't think about your mum. Yeah, you, you were obsessed with this. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's such a brilliant joke from, from, from Charlie. And I just be like, mum, what are you doing here? <laughs> so, you know, I just want to want to put that image into your head every time. Yeah, not going to work. That's definitely. It like will that. do. Um, I like that Phoebe wants to take a new dirty oath. I just look the way she says it. Like, she's yeah. like, Joey's really delicate. He's like, you're in public in the cover shop. Excited is what I mean. And she's <laughs> yeah. like, I want a dirty elf. And he's <laughs> yeah. just like, I always comfort it. If Rachel had said that, comfort would be dropping a tray. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, but it's quite funny. Um, but I love how Chandler is just like, thanks, Joey. And he's like, no, yeah. Thank you. And he's like, I'd be more grossed out than insulted, I think. Yeah. Well, Chandler is definitely grossed out. He's like, thanks for thinking of me. You know, two two reasons. One, you're thinking about me when you're excited. And two, you know, you think I'm so unappealing and unattractive, like I'm worse than a sandwich to you to reduce your excitement. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't think of sport. It depends on the sport, I suppose. If I thought of baseball, I'd probably fall asleep. <laughs> if I thought of hockey, I'd just get distracted. <laughs> like, no, this is done now. Be even more excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a joke about a two-minute penalty, but I won't. <laughs> Um, just don't get it in the box, okay? Yeah. Ugh, really? <laughs> Cutting the line here, Mike. The line is a dot to you. <laughs> um, but we leave horny oafs and thoughts of Chandler because uh, it's time for Joey's first dance lesson. All right, I'm here. Let's, uh, let's get this over with. Okay, uh, well, just uh, follow my lead. Whoa, whoa, don't we need to do some kind of preparation first? Like, uh, get really drunk. Right, come on, hey, hey, just uh, just uh, put your arms around me, eh? Yeah. Uh, I'm, 
I'm sorry. Well, it's okay. But if I'm Marge, my breasts are coming out my back. Ah, <laughs> oh, forget it. I'm not being any good at this. My mom was right. I'm just a big potato with arms and legs and a head. Come on, man. You're not a potato. I'm sure as hell not a dancer. It's no use. Marge will never go for me. Come on, Trigger, don't say that. You just, uh, you just need more practice. Here, come on, let's, uh, let's try it again. Come on. I mean, Joey's clearly uncomfortable. And uh, I've seen people, and by people I mean Gen Z, uh, cite this as an example of like homophobia and toxic masculinity in the show. And I'm like, wrong. I'm like, this situation is odd. Dancing in the basement of your building with someone you barely know is weird. Like, Dancing is an extremely intimate thing to do, especially ballroom. I mean, I'm not the most confident dancer in the world. Shocker, I know. Um, but it's just an odd, very odd situation. So I, I'm going to say Gen Z are entirely wrong at this point. Um, it's not either of those two things. No. No. Um, I remember my friend's wedding. Um, I was refusing to dance. So I just felt weird. And Well, yeah, you're, you're very much like the center of attention at times. And yeah, if you're not comfortable dancer, like it's one of those skills where you either look good doing it or you look awkward, and, yeah. and you know, lumpy and bumpy, like as uh, as Chandler's uh, date once said about <laughs> him, right? Well, I think it, it's one of those things where people that cliche phrase of you know dance live like dance like no one's watching, yeah. and like sometimes you kind of a, you kind of have to because you for the most part you're going to look fine i guess um, well we've discussed this before how women seem to be able to just move smoother than men typically when they're dancing i think a lot of it is men as a general rule and maybe this is where gen z come into it a bit is on oh, dancing's not something kind of men are really ever told to do or it's just it's not something men do together as friends no. you know it's, oh mark what are you doing oh, let's go to dance class at the weekend it's like oh, you know, we'll do sports or we'll do yeah. this or we'll play games or whatever um but i uh distinctly remember um, being at this wedding uh, and my friend and girlfriend at the time were it was Jess were all having fun um, or some blokes including myself just sat around I remember looking to my left and just seeing three men of varying ages all older than me looking bored and really sad and I decided Mark that that would not be my future I wouldn't wait until it was too late to boogie and be sad forever that just it just I was you know when you look at someone and just go that can't be my future yeah. I was like no I need to do something about this so I downed my point uh, and then shook my butt uh, there's a photo somewhere of Jess and I dancing, and I actually like him enjoying myself. And I had lots of beer, so I don't remember it very well. Um, I still f- felt like a lemon, but I couldn't. Uh, my current partner, who's seen me dance a few times, um, who used to study dancing in her youth, I have rhythm. Um, so, you know, it's not too late for me, Mark. How, how do you move? Are you a good on the uh, dance floor? Uh, Can you cut a rug? The, the, the closest I get to dancing is Dance Dance Revolution. See, it's funny, because I literally <laughs> put in the notes, I can't have ever seen you display rhythm that isn't a combo on a gaming control pad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't believe I'm good at dancing. It's one of those things where I would love to be able to dance and I feel like it's something that you can learn, be taught. Uh, but I have never done that, so I don't, I don't feel confident to do it. I mean, to me, I guess in my brain now, I kind of break it down into, into two sections. There's, there's dancing and there's performing. And I'm not going to be in like diversity or a backing dancer for insert, I don't know, Dua Lipa. I couldn't think of a, I was going to say Basque Street Boys. I'm like, how old am I? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but like dancing is essentially just kind of moving your body to a rhythm i guess and i suppose as long as you've got some sense of rhythm and i mean i used to go to music school and play guitar so i guess somewhere inside me there's there's that but my brain's fine with playing a guitar but it's just the idea of oh dancing's intimidating and i don't know how to move and what if i look silly and you freak yourself out and then yeah. dance like a robot but not in a good way um and yeah i mean a lot of it's just you need to get over yourself and just give in to the music yeah yeah definitely um yeah, but Joey gets back to the girls, uh, and he's got a different outfit on, and Friends does the thing it always does, where I have zero idea how much time has passed. Like, absolutely none. Like, Joey has one colour outfit on when he's dancing, and then it cuts from him dancing into the apartment with the girls, and he's got an entirely different outfit. I don't know if it's later that day, has he got changed, has he had a shower, is it two days later, is it a week later? I don't know. No. Um, but the girls teasing Joey about a little hop he does to get to the fridge, and the girls ask him how the dancing is going, and ask if he's gay yet. Okay, that hasn't aged well. No. Uh, but to be fair, it sounds like Monica's mocking the idea of like so-called traditional masculinity than being homophobic. Like she doesn't impose anything wrong with being gay. Is it she just like, are you gay yet? And I was like, you can dance, shut up. Yeah, like don't be an idiot. Uh, but Joey corrects them. It wasn't a hop, Mark. It was a pasta beret. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's the most French Joey knows. To be fair, um, but you know, turns out Joey's enjoying it. He knows the words, which. Again, it's one of those things where it's fine for Joey to enjoy this. Well, this is the thing, right? Like Joey, Joey is also an actor. Joey has to dance. We know he dances because he's had to... Well, he says he, he can do it on his CV, <laughs> he right? He with the ballet for <laughs> Yeah. You know, so as an actor, like him dancing is perfectly normal anyway. So for him, I don't, I don't see why he finds it weird or why anyone else thinks it's weird that he does this. He, you know, he's asked like Ross to kiss him for, to do, uh, do some acting. And yet the dancing is the gay thing. Yeah, and he tried to help her with the dirty talk. Now tell me you want to caress my butt. Like, <laughs> yes. it's just, but I mean, yeah, it's... He sent it to me. I think the awkwardness is paid off because he barely knows Mr. Trege. It's nothing to do with two dudes. No. Um, and I guess if... I don't know what, what I find confusing about it is if the idea of dancing with someone makes you feel uncomfortable, there's probably more you need to examine about yourself than just dancing. Yeah, I think they're more playing on, you know, you having friend, fun with your... Your male friend being very close and intimate with them, doing something that you don't really normally do. Yeah, I think, if anything, they're teasing Joey for feeling the way Joey potentially feels more than them judging him. Yes. Um, yeah, no, are, they're not judging yeah, him Yeah, which all. I think is how the show kind of gets away with the joke in, in that regard. Um, but Ross and Chandler are now trying to close their bank accounts. But Karen, I guess she's a dream, a, a bank treat. Just, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah, Jim, Jim treat kind of rolls off the tongue better than bank treat doesn't it did in that case yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but actually the idea is that they're being it's oh it's horrible and gross and it makes my skin crawl um but i wonder if places actually did this sort of thing mark it's 2023 so if i want to quit something i'll just use the app <laughs> you know I mean? well no yeah certainly like in in the modern day and age if you want to try and quit like i'm sure netflix did this for a time where if you wanted to cancel a subscription if it was like between the hours of like nine and eight you couldn't do it online. You had to call them to do it. And then after eight o'clock, the website would change and then they would just be, oh, cancel the subscription mark because they didn't have a call center there to like keep you on. Um, but yeah, I'm sure like in the 90s, it definitely was a case of you'd speak to the, the manly bank manager and, you know, oh, I don't deal with the quitters. I want to deal with the winners. So, um, you know, the beautiful, attractive lady, my assistant can deal with that. And it probably wasn't necessarily... They hired an attractive lady to try and keep you on. Because, you know, women go to banks as well and want to quit banks. But do you think there's, like, a handsome man and a pretty lady? No, no. I think it is just, like, this is my secretary. She deals with that stuff. 
and it just happens that you know he happens to be attractive as well probably because the bank manager hired an attractive woman for that's problematic in all of yes, its own reasons yes exactly but I don't think this practice would work on me either if I were walked into like I don't know what am I going to quit the comic shop and was like I no longer want my comic subscription and they were like okay here's really attractive lady to stop you counting your comics and I think they would work <laughs> do you know how it would work but Ryan, you'd know in the next episode of Amazing Superman that Lois Lane and Superman get together and, you know, have a space marriage. And you'd be like, oh, my God, they're doing a thing. I need to read that. Yeah, but that would be nothing to do with the, the, <laughs> no, the person. No. It would purely be, we've got Ryan excited about nerdy things again. Well, also, you are a nerd going into comic book store. You are not thinking about the woman there. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah, just even anywhere, I don't think it would work because I'm oblivious nine times out of ten. Like, what are they What are they trying to imply? Like, like oh, Ryan, if you carry on buying Magic the Gathering cards, you can see my boobs. Like, <laughs> like oh, well, I don't want the Magic the Gathering card. Like, it, I don't think it would work because unless my brain would be like, well, okay, I, are we going to go on a date then? No? Why are you offering dates to me if I don't care? I'd just be confused yeah. or oblivious. I would even be like, it's gross, so I don't want to do it. I guess, I guess or, in Chandler's case, it's intimidation, isn't it? of like an attractive woman talking to him and you know he he flips and flops with this where you know sometimes he can be really confident around women it doesn't matter and then other times he's like oh there's an attractive woman there i have to do what she wants um i think you could find like the, my ideal woman and i'd still quit the gym yeah I mean, it's probably the gym but yeah, yeah because, the because gym. she's not going to get with you anyway but you know that's probably more your well, thanks mark <laughs> <laughs> that's probably more your personality because you can you, you can look at like strip clubs and how like men react to like that and the the women that work there and, and stuff and it's like oh they want to be my girlfriend because you know i pay them money and they dance for me for three minutes and whereas, oh. whereas you would be like oh you want 100 pounds for three minutes of you dancing four inches from me like what a waste of money yeah i've never been to a strip club i don't i don't see the point i'd be getting excited with no reason to get excited yeah, so so i think i think it, it can definitely probably work on some people i i certainly know um you know, we, we both worked in uh, video game retail and there would be certain male customers that would come in and they would not want to talk to us. They would want to talk to the pretty lady behind the counter. And, you know, if they said to them, oh, you should buy this game, they probably would just be like, oh, if I buy what she, she suggests to me, then maybe she would like me a bit more. So I think it can work on certain people, just not us. No, we're, we're too cynical. I do want to go to somewhere though and just be like, I want to quit the gym. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they like, Answer, you want to quit the gym? I want to quit the gym. <laughs> Just say that over and over again. Well, Phoebe's hot client is back. And this time, she tries to take Joey's advice. Okay, baseball. Rick playing baseball. Okay, slides into second. Maybe even his pants come down a little. Oh, no, wait, no, no. No, okay, all right, sandwiches, sandwiches. Um, okay, on a plate. Maybe Rick's pants come down a little. No, no. Oh, Chandler. Okay, Chandler. Ooh, that's working. Chandler's knees. Chandler's ankles. Chandler's ankle hair. Oh, no. Okay, you're all set. <laughs> oh, wow, that was amazing. Was that really just an hour? Yeah. In really long hour world. What? Oh, okay. I have an enormous crush on you, but because you're a client, I can't ask you out, even though you give me, you know, the feelings. 
Yeah. Phoebe's in a client, Mark. Now start making out. But they're interrupted by Phoebe's next client and her boss. Um, he wants to know why he wasn't offered that and says he definitely have paid more for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is very awkward. Like, she knows what's going to happen where she is and, like, the, the stigma around being a, you know, doing massages and you know, what people think of it. Well, I mean, in the UK, you say you're getting a massage and, like, guarantee some bloke in the room is making a joke about a happy ending. Yes. Like, it's just going to happen. Yeah. So. so, you know, it's... She should have just been like, hey, look, yes, we uh, we do like each other. So why don't we do this outside the building and I will finish work early somehow. Yeah. Um, but Phoebes tells him it's okay. As Rick, he has a name, Mark. He's not just a tight tushy. Uh, it's her husband. Uh, I thought it was weird that she said husband. She should have just gone boyfriend. Yeah. Would have been way more easier to, to get out of. Yeah. Um, but then Phoebe's boss says that she'd better tell his other wife that as she's called three times asking where he is. Well, surely the answer is he's still here. And also, his wife, um, you know, you have to wonder, either, either she's onto him and knows what he's up to, or she's very insecure herself. Well, Mark, the next line in my podcast notes are, right, so the thing we do, Mark, we go deep dive when there's no need to. At first, I was like, wow, possessive wife much. Like, she's called three times to keep tabs on your husband. And then I remember, oh, wait, he's just cheated on his wife with Phoebe. So I'm assuming that this isn't the first time he's done so, and maybe the marriage and trust is just broken. Poor wife. Maybe he goes to massage parlors and he picks up the women there just because he's so attractive. Yeah, like, there's no logical reason to call the same place three times in, say, two hours. Yeah. Um, and what? And if not, why not just pass on a message to him going, hi there, your, your wife's calling and she's wondering when you're coming home? Yeah. So I'm assuming he's done this kind of shenanigans before. Yeah. And she's like, he's, he's, he's not there. He's cheating on me again. So I feel sorry for his wife at this point. I'm yes. totally blaming Rick. Yep. Poor Phoebe. She has terrible luck with men lately. Um. But it turns out, Mark, that Ross and Chandler didn't leave the bank and then I have a joint checking account. I think that's brilliant. Now, I'm not that thrifty when it comes to money, but my friend circle, you all tend to be tight. I can't imagine... Um, um, excuse me, before you carry on. <laughs> tight. <laughs> yeah. Tight. Tight. Well, just because we don't, don't spend money on you. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to call myself frugal. I'm frugal. You're all frugal. You're all careful and with also, money. Also, you have more money than me. You're calling me tight. You're all careful with money. Um, I can't imagine how hot the woman would have to be to get any of you like, to sign up for a joint account with me. No. Not because you're that top. Mostly a balance of you're all frugal and I have no impulse control. Yes. So if our money was in the same pot, you'd be like, why am I poor? And I'm like, Mark, I bought the comics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'd go, the money's all gone. Where's it gone, right? You'd be like, uh, I had to buy some burger and, and some comics. comics and, 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 and then there was a bird and then it went. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Like, I mean, you'd be entirely justified. I just, yeah. I, mean, I was definitely disparaging us all. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I just remember laughing. I was like, how hot would that woman have to be to, to ever get any of you like to be like, sure, I'll share my finances <laughs> with Ryan. Yes. I'd be like, no. Um, but now Phoebe gets home and she's got some news. Hey, so I had a great day. Rick and I really hit it off and we started making out and then my boss walked in and fired me for being a whore. What? I got fired? Oh my gosh. So weird. I have never been fired from anything before. Sweetie. I just I just started walking around not knowing what to do next, you know? I I started asking people on the street if they wanted massages. Then <laughs> these policemen thought I was a whore too. Oh. It's really been a bad day, whore wise. <laughs> Hey, Duck, 
chick here. Yeah, bunny rabbit. So, you uh, ready for our last practice? Yeah, but you know, I think the reason we're not getting that spin right is because my apartment's too small. Uh, oh, you want to use our place? No, uh, I had another idea. Trigger's idea, Mark, is for he and Joey to practice on the roof, and we get a whole scene of them dancing on the rooftop to Frank Sinatra, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's brilliant. I loved every single second, and I had completely forgotten about it. I think just like the, the visuals alone are really kind of classic and iconic. And then they actually do the dance as well. Yeah, it's not like we get like a twirl. It's like a whole two-minute full dance routine of them boogie on the roof and proper old-school Hollywood. Um, and like, like, but if you and I and our listeners have all seen Friends dozens of times, but like I said, somehow I'd completely forgotten about this scene. I mean, you've forgotten whole seasons before, but okay. <laughs> yeah, but specifically the scene, I've forgotten about it. Um, and it was like I got to see part of the show again for the first time. And not to get, you know, overly sentimental, but it was kind of profound in a sense. Um, like this show connected with with people and continues to do so over the years for so many reasons. Um, but getting to experience part of it again for the first time reminded me like why we do the podcast. I was like, it's a fantastic show and we obviously love it, but it was I'd comp- I hadn't just gone, oh yeah, this is happening. It was like I hadn't seen it before and it was fantastic. I was in bits, smiling the whole time. They were clearly having a great time like shooting it. It was just fantastic. I remember when I first bought the DVDs, like I bought the, the very fancy box set with the doors that open and stuff. And I'd seen quite a lot of things, but never in order. It always just been on TV. So I'd missed some or whatever. So I'd watch like a few episodes and that'd be great. And then all of a sudden I'd get a brand new one. But like, oh my God, like, there's like brand new content to enjoy. And I really enjoyed going through the, the DVDs for the first time, going like, there's so much stuff here that I've not seen that's even better than the stuff I had seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I just, yeah, I was just sat there full with the joy of friends, essentially. Just being like, yay, friends, yay. <laughs> I've had a nice time. Uh, but yeah, it's a great scene. Um, and I like how they finish their dance and uh, Traeger finally feels ready to dance with girls. Um, and he's all prepared. And then he goes to leave and... Joey's like, do, do you want to practice the tango and the, the, the foxtrot? And obviously, you know, he, he wants to carry on dancing. He doesn't want this this new thing he's found to end, which is very sweet. But then Mr. Traeger says that he should come because his date's got a lady friend. And then adds, after Joey looks intrigued, you'd be able to dance very, really well. She's about my size. He's <laughs> just like, no, I'm good. <laughs> All his interest suddenly disappears. So even though he likes to dance, he's still very much Joey. Yep. Um... And then we get the post-credit sting, uh, which is Phoebe applying for a new job. Uh, the interviewer asks why she left her last role, and Phoebe just tells her, they thought I was a whore. Um, classic. I'd immediately hire someone that's honest. I would, yeah, I'd want to go into that a bit more detail, because it's not like I am one. It's like, they thought that's okay. Why did they think that then? Because, you know, you, sounds like you're great on paper, so what were you doing? Yeah, explain this to me. And it's like, <laughs> just, but, I mean, even if I, I would just have to, I, that's far too... Honest. I don't, I don't know. Like, interview. I'd be like, what? Unless they were, if they didn't have a criminal conviction for being a whore, I'd be like, you're hired. The fact that you've just said that in the job interview is great. I, I have to disagree with it because I have interviewed people who have been far too honest where you'd be like, oh, so why, why did you leave your last role? And I'd be like, I was bullied. And they would go into detail. Like, cool. So why did you leave the role before? Oh, I was also bullied there. And you're like, okay, there's a pattern forming here. You seem to be the, the main area around this pattern. Uh, maybe it's something you were doing, sort of thing. Um, 
or you know i think people in interviews do say a bit too much and think like Phoebe's doing this where it's being positive where they're like oh I left because they thought I was oh it's not because I did anything wrong it's like but the person interviewing you doesn't want to risk anything and they're like your honesty is, is too far I'd rather you lied to me and just like we had a difference of agreements or whatever I just wish that I guess companies in general would accept the fact that you're trading time slash skills for money and not expect you to have a personal investment in every single facet of the company that they, they I, run. I hate that, yeah. You see it on, especially nowadays, where they're like, oh, you know, we got rid of 7,000 Amazonians from Amazon that we're sad to see leave. It's like, don't call them that. They're like, you just fired them. Yeah, you just got rid of them. Yeah. But I, at the same time, running a business, I understand, you know, the business has, has its needs, and they, those needs do conflict with, like, a person as well. Like... You know, you having a fun time and, you know, enjoying your life and having a family, whatever, does the business does not care for that. It only cares about the money. Oh, I get that. But at the same time, being like, you know, if, you know, I don't know. But why do I need to care about how much money you make? You don't. Well, that, that's you the thing. Yeah, I, I always hate it when boss be like, we've made like 1.4 million pounds this month. Congratulations. Thank you, everyone. It's like, cool. How much of that am I going to see? Like... You see this a lot with companies boasting, especially to their employees, about how successful they're doing. And then being like, oh, by the way, uh, you're getting a pay cut now. Like, oh, thanks. So you've just boasted how amazing you've done. And we get seen on that. So, yeah, you, it's, a, it's a tough one. Like, I, I kind of, I've always thought, you know, a company is never um, going to treat you the way you treat them. No. And I, certainly I've seen it. I remember one, one job I worked at, there was uh, a young lad. He would do everything for the company. He would come in extra hours, do extra jobs and, you know, be like, oh, I thought you went home at three o'clock. Why are you still here? It's seven. It's like, oh, you know, I thought I'd do something more, you know, like kind of like brown nosing a bit, I guess. And, you know, five months later, they just fired him. It's yep. like, like they, when they went to fire you, no one looked at all the extra stuff you did and was like, you know, what? we should keep him. You was nobody to them. So, you know, don't, don't go above and beyond. Yeah, I mind. mean, I've worked in places where people have been kept on or let go over like temporary roles or whatever, seasonal staff and that kind of stuff. And on paper, the people who performed best weren't the people that got the job nine times out of 10. No. It would be the person that people liked or got on with the management more yep. or whatever. Um, and a lot of the times, the people that did perform well, if they did get kept on purely based on their figures, they wouldn't stay very long because they weren't really a core part of the team because the team didn't gel so it's a weird no. balance i guess you've got to try and strike with hiring people but because i remember when i was looking to to hire like my first employees i i spoke to one of my old bosses about it and he's like oh don't ever um hire someone with a criminal conviction i was like oh that seems a bit odd like surely everyone deserves a second chance stuff like that but as he went into it it was like oh they become a risk and it could be like well let's say the the person that you hired uh has a conviction for hitting his wife like okay that doesn't that doesn't affect the job or what he's going to do here. Should be fine, right? It's going to be no issue. What if he does it again though? He's no longer going to be at the at the job then. What if he's got anger issues? What if other things happen? And it's like that stuff's kind of interesting. So for you know, as as, as tough as it is to think about, you know, in in Phoebe's case here where she's going like they thought I was a whore. It's like well maybe there's no smoke without fire. And they're like if we hire her, there could be a risk here that you know certain certain things happens to the business or we get negative reviews and stuff like that so sadly like for phoebe while she's being very kind of genuine and honest the business people looking at it from a totally different perspective 
I suppose. I mean, you know, if it turns out that Phoebe does get inappropriate with clients or was a whore, then all of a sudden that leaks to the press because something happens in your building and your whole building is known as the brothel. Yes, yeah, 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 so yeah. So I guess it would, but in principle, I'd want to hire Phoebe, even if in practice it wasn't the right thing to do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting when you see it from, from different sides and certainly... Uh, from 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 me, I've I've seen it from from both angles, and and like you say, like I don't think you should ever like owe a business anything because they will drop you instantly if they need to. Yeah, I but, think all companies, especially for certain salaries, should have like a profit sharing scheme where like if you want me to care, I'm the bottom line, give me yeah. some of it. Oh yeah, I, I've certainly had friends where they've been like, oh, I implemented this thing that's that saved the company millions of pound over the year, and it's like they didn't give you any raise or anything, did they, for that saving that you implemented? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's a very complicated subject, and I guess far bigger than we can discuss it. <laughs> we can't fix the world while watching Friends. <laughs> no, especially with a joke like this. But yeah, so you know, Phoebe. Yeah, being very honest. Uh, my my one tip for you in an interview is don't be too honest. Like, I mean, so, so when someone's like, "Oh, where do you see yourself in five years?" and you're like, "Oh, well, actually, I'm going to be in a different country, doing a better job, and doing this, and being the, the CEO of this company, or I'm going to set up my own business." It's like, no, don't be too honest because they won't hire you just be like just answer that you're going to do the thing they want you to do because that's what they want ultimately my one thing for me in interviews is don't go off on tangents <laughs> just like, yeah. answer the question don't tell them about the fox you saw in the garden yesterday <laughs> this is like when you go to america and you go through customs isn't it you're like so uh why are you come to america just answer the most boring figure i'm here to see the hockey <laughs> don't go off on tangents because yeah. they'll think i'm lying yeah madness but yeah that's that's the episode is, 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 is that is that you bored because <laughs> you just said madness no it is madness it's no it just it actually made me think of customs and how mad i get when i went when i go to new york and there's like 15 gates to get people through customs and there's two staff working yes. that really makes me mad yeah. and i didn't want to start over tangent at the end of the episode <laughs> no. <laughs> no so th- this is quite a nice episode it is i'm very much looking forward to the next one um the one with joey's new girlfriend yes this actually happens a lot sooner than kind of feels like Mm-hmm. I feel, whilst I guess the the whole Chandler and Monica is going to happen, you know, sooner than we think. I feel like this happens like way later on, and obviously it can't. No, but yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. But I I really like this episode just for the whole Chandler stuff. Like I think I want to quit the bank. Nobody I want to quit the gym. Like <laughs> you know, there's a gym treat that they bring out. Like it's so gross. everything about, but everything about it is kind of like true. You know, everyone's been there. Like. I've tried to to close bank accounts. You're like, hi there. I want to I want to close my bank account. Oh well, you need to like write a letter to the CEO of like why you want to close the bank. It's like, but when I opened it, I just like clicked a button online and it opened it instantly. Why can't I do the same to close it? Yeah, just like no. And it's it's. I think the the humour there is, you know, there's a lot of real life stuff. Like in the episode where Phoebe's on the on hold for hours on end. Like we really care about you. You're our next caller. Um, I think the the humour comes through from that. So I I really enjoyed this and how. Chandler and uh, Ross react, and also the whole Joey Joey stuff is great, and yeah. and Phoebe being a little bit creepy is also kind of interesting to see as well. Yeah, I mean she gets away with it because she's Phoebe, but you know it is creepy. Yeah, it's a great episode. I oh, very much enjoyed it. And with that, it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye from me as well. <laughs>